Homily 9 of Homilies on Colossians by St. John Chrysostom. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Homily 9, Colossians 3, 16 through 17. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to God. And whatsoever ye do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Having exhorted them to be thankful, he shows also the way, that of which I have lately discoursed to you. And what saith he? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Or rather, not this way alone, but another also. For I indeed said that we ought to reckon up those who have suffered things more terrible, and those who have undergone sufferings more grievous than ours, and to give thanks that such have not fallen to our lot. But what saith he? Let the word of Christ dwell in you. That is, the teaching, the doctrines, the exhortation, wherein he says that the present life is nothing, nor yet its good things. If we know this, we shall yield to no hardships whatever. Let it dwell in you, he saith, richly not simply dwell, but with great abundance. Hearken ye as many as are worldly, and have the charge of wife and children, how to you too he commits especially the reading of the scriptures, and that not to be done lightly, nor in any sort of way, but with much earnestness. For as the rich in money can bear fine and damages, so he that is rich in the doctrines of philosophy will bear not poverty only, but all calamities also easily, yea, more easily than that one. For as for him, by discharging the fine, the man who is rich must needs be impoverished and found wanting, and if he should often suffer in that way, will no longer be able to bear it. But in this case it is not so, for we do not even expend our wholesome thought when it is necessary for us to bear aught we would not choose. But they abide with us continually. And mark the wisdom of this blessed man. He said not, Let the word of Christ be in you, simply, but what? Dwell in you, and richly. In all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. In all, says he, Virtue he calls wisdom, and lowliness of mind is wisdom, and almsgiving, and other such like things, are wisdom. Just as the contraries are folly, for cruelty too cometh of folly. Whence in many places it calleth the whole of sin folly. The fool, saith one, hath said in his heart, There is no God. And again, my wounds stink and are corrupt from the face of my foolishness. For what is more foolish, tell me, than one who indeed wrapped himself about in his own garments, but regarded not his brethren that are naked, who feedeth dogs, and careth not that the image of God is famishing, who is merely persuaded that human things are not, and yet clings to them as if immortal? As then nothing is more foolish than such an one, so is nothing wiser than one that achieveth virtue. For mark, how wise he is, says one. He imparteth of his substance, 
he is pitiful he is loving to men he hath well considered that he beareth a common nature with them he hath well considered the use of wealth that it is worthy of no estimation that one ought to be sparing of bodies that are of kin to one rather than of wealth he that is a despiser of glory is wholly wise for he knoweth human affairs the knowledge of things divine and human is philosophy so then he knoweth what things are divine and what are human and from the one he keeps himself on the other he bestoweth his pains and he knows how to give thanks also to god in all things he considers the present life as nothing therefore he is neither delighted with prosperity nor grieved with the opposite condition tarry not i entreat for another to teach thee thou hast the oracles of god no man teacheth thee as they for he indeed oft grudgeth much for vainglory's sake and envy hearken i entreat you all ye that are careful for this life and procure books that will be medicines for the soul if ye will not any other yet get you at least the new testament the apostolic epistles the acts the gospels for your constant teachers if grief befall thee dive into them as into a chest of medicines take thence comfort of thy trouble be it loss or death or bereavement of relations or rather dive not into them merely but take them wholly to thee keep them in thy mind this is the cause of all evils the not knowing the scriptures we go into battle without arms and how ought we to come off safe well contented should we be if we can be safe with them let alone without them throw not the whole upon us sheep ye are still not without reason but rational paul committeth much to you also they that are under instruction are not for ever learning for then they are not taught if thou art for ever learning thou wilt never learn do not so come as meaning to be always learning for so wilt thou never know but so as to finish learning and to teach others in the arts do not all persons continue for set times in the sciences and in a word in all the arts thus we all fix definitely a certain known time but if ye are ever learning it is a certain proof that ye have learned nothing this reproach god spake against the jews born from the belly and instructed even to old age if ye had not always been expecting this all things would not have gone backward in this way had it been so that some had finished learning and others were about to have finished our work would have been forward ye would both have given place to others and would have helped us as well tell me were some to go to a grammarian and continue always learning their letters would they not give their teacher much trouble how long shall i have to discourse to you concerning life in the apostles times it was not thus but they continually leaped from place to place appointing those who first learned to be the teachers of any others that were under instruction thus they were enabled to circle the world through not being bound to one place how much instruction think ye do your brethren in the country stand in need of they and their teachers but ye hold me riveted fast here for 
before the head is set right it is superfluous to proceed to the rest of the body ye throw everything upon us ye alone ought to learn from us and your wives from you your children from you but ye leave all to us therefore our toil is excessive teaching he saith and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs mark also the considerateness of paul seeing that reading is toilsome and its irksomeness great he led them not to histories but to psalms that thou mightest at once delight thy soul with singing and gently beguile thy labours hymns he saith and spiritual songs but now your children will utter songs and dances of satan like cooks and caterers and musicians no one knoweth any psalm but it seems a thing to be ashamed of even and a mockery and a joke there is the treasury-house of all these evils for whatsoever soil the plant stands in such is the fruit it bears if in a sandy and salty soil of like nature is its fruit if in a sweet and rich one it again is similar so the matter of instruction is a sort of fountain teach him to sing those psalms which are so full of the love of wisdom as at once concerning chastity or rather before all of not companying with the wicked immediately with the very beginning of the book for therefore also it was that the prophet began on this wise blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly and again i have not sat in the counsel of vanity and again in his sight a wicked doer is contemned but he honoureth those that fear the lord of companying with the good and these subjects thou wilt find there in abundance of restraining the belly of restraining the hand of refraining from excess of not overreaching that money is nothing nor glory and other things such like when in these thou hast led him on from childhood by little and little thou wilt lead him forward even to the higher things the psalms contain all things but the hymns again have nothing human when he has been instructed out of the psalms he will then know hymns also as a diviner thing for the powers above chant hymns not psalms for a hymn saith one is not comely in the mouth of a sinner and again mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land that they sit together with me and again he that worketh haughtiness hath not dwelt in the midst of my house and again he that walketh in a blameless way he ministered unto me so that ye should safely guard them from intermixing themselves not only with friends but even with servants for the harm done to the free is incalculable when we place over them corrupt slaves for if when enjoying all the benefit of a father's affection and wisdom they can with difficulty be preserved safe throughout when we hand them over to the unscrupulousness of servants they use them like enemies thinking that they will prove milder masters to them when they have made them perfect fools and weak and worthy of no respect more then than all other things together let us attend seriously to this 
I have loved, saith he, those that love thy law. This man then let us to emulate, and such let us love. And that the young may further be taught chastity, let them hear the prophet, saying, My loins are filled with illusions. And again let them hear him saying, Thou wilt utterly destroy every one that goeth a-whoring from thee. And that one ought to restrain the belly, let them hear again. And slew, he saith, the more part of them, while the meat was yet in their mouths. And that they ought to be above bribes. If riches become abundant, set not your heart upon them. And that they ought to keep glory in subjection nor shall his glory descend together after him. And not to envy the wicked. Be not envious against them that work on righteousness. And to count power as nothing. I saw the ungodly in exceeding high place, and lifting himself up as the cedars of Lebanus, and I passed by, and, lo, he was not. And to count these present things as nothing. They counted the people happy, that are in such a case. Happy are the people, whose helper is the Lord their God. That we do not sin without notice, but that there is a retribution. For, he saith, thou shalt render to every man according to his works. But why doth he not so requite them day by day? God is a judge, he says, righteous and strong and long-suffering that lowliness of mind is good. Lord, he saith, my heart is not lifted up. That pride is evil. Therefore, he said, pride took hold on them wholly. And again, the Lord resisteth the proud. And again, their injustice shall come out as of fatness. That almsgiving is good. He hath dispersed, he hath given to the needy, his righteousness endureth for ever. And that to pity is praiseworthy. He is a good man that pitieth and lendeth. And thou wilt find there many more doctrines than these, full of true philosophy, such as that one ought not to speak evil. Him that privily slandereth his neighbor, him did I chase from me. What is the hymn of those above? The faithful know. What say the Kedavim above? What say the angels? Glory to God in the highest. Therefore after the psalmody come the hymns, as a thing of more perfection. With psalms, he saith, with hymns, with spiritual songs, with grace singing in your hearts to God. He means either this, that God because of grace hath given us these things, or with the songs in grace, or admonishing and teaching one another in grace, or that they had these gifts in grace, or it is an epics of Jesus, and he means from the grace of the Spirit, singing in your hearts to God, not simply with the mouth, he means, but with heedfulness, for this is to sing to God, but that to the air, for the voice is scattered without result. Not for display, he means. And even if thou be in the marketplace, thou canst collect thyself, and sing unto God, no one hearing thee. 
for moses also in this way prayed and was heard for he saith why criest thou unto me albeit he said nothing but cried in thought wherefore also god alone heard him with a contrite heart for it is not forbidden one even when walking to pray in his heart and to dwell above verse seventeen and whatsoever ye do he saith in word or in deed to all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god the father through him for if we thus do there will be nothing polluted nothing unclean wherever christ is called on if thou eat if thou drink if thou marry if thou travel to all in the name of god that is calling him to aid thee in everything first praying to him so take hold of thy business wouldst thou speak somewhat set this in front for this cause we also place in front of our epistles the name of the lord wheresoever the name of god is all is auspicious for if the names of consuls make writing sure much more doth the name of christ or he means this after god say ye and do everything do not introduce the angels besides dost thou eat give thanks to god both before and afterwards dost thou sleep give thanks to god both before and afterwards launchest thou into the forum do the same nothing worldly nothing of this life do all in the name of the lord and all shall be prospered to thee whereon soever the name is placed there all things are auspicious if it casts out devils if it drives away diseases much more does it render business easy and what is to do in word or in deed either requesting or performing anything whatever hear how in the name of god abraham sent his servant david in the name of god slew goliath marvellous is his name and great again jacob sending his sons saith my god give you favour in the sight of the man for he that doeth this hath for his ally god without whom he durst do nothing as honoured then by being called upon he will in turn honour by making their business easy invoke the son give thanks to the father for when the son is invoked the father is invoked and when he is thanked the son has been thanked these things let us learn not as far as words only but to fulfil them also by works nothing is equal to this name marvellous is it everywhere thy name he saith is ointment poured forth he that hath uttered it is straightway filled with fragrance no man it is said can call jesus lord but by the holy ghost so great things doth this name work if thou have said in the name of the father and son and holy ghost with faith thou hast accomplished everything see how great things thou hast done thou hast created a man and wrought all the rest that cometh of baptism so when used in commanding diseases terrible is the name 
therefore the devil introduced those of the angels envying us the honour such incantations are for the demons even if it be angel even if it be archangel even if it be cherubim allow it not for neither will these powers accept such addresses but will even toss them away from them when they have beheld their master dishonoured i have honoured thee he saith and have said call upon me and thou dishonour him if thou chant this incantation with faith thou wilt drive away both diseases and demons and even if thou have failed to drive away the disease this is not from lack of power but because it is expedient it should be so according to thy greatness he saith so also is thy praise by this name hath the world been converted the tyranny dissolved the devil trampled on the heavens opened we have been regenerated by this name this if we have we beam forth this maketh both martyrs and confessors this let us hold fast as a great gift that we may live in glory and be well pleasing to god and be counted worthy of the good things promised to them that love him through the grace and loving kindness etc End of homily nine.